this episode, we're here to represent all the people pleasers out there. This is the first episode that Cass and I feel like we can confidently give real, raw advice on because we have never related more and we feel like we have experience being people pleasers. So if you're the type of person where you do not know how to say no and if you do finally say no, you muster up that courage, you feel immense amounts of guilt, this episode is for you. And if you don't think that you are a people pleaser, I bet you kind of are in some way. But if you don't, if you don't think you are, listen to this episode. Maybe you'll find out you are or you'll understand why people in your life act a certain way because maybe you have relationships with people who are people pleasers. Cass, what is the lesson and the takeaway going to be from today's episode? The lesson is you need to learn how to say no. I think we're always taught to say yes. Why? Um, Would you like to know like a really deep institutional social economic answer? I would love to. (laughs) We as women... We as children are taught to never disappoint the people around us or our parents. And as we grow up, we base our self-worth based on how we please others and we get reward on if we do things well from our superiors. Mm-hmm. And that carries on from when you're a child mm-hmm. to when you're in school to when you're at work, when you're in a relationship. Yeah. I think, yeah, getting serious now, I think we're constantly taught from literally the yeah. age, you know, your parents tell you to this, 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 and this, and then if you don't, you get in trouble, you get a time mm-hmm. out, then once you go to school, it's, you have to have your homework done, you have to, mm-hmm. but you have to say yes, and then say yes, yes to the extracurriculars, and helping people out, and helping your peers out, and then it carries over into university, and like mm-hmm. you said, into relationships. We feel like, as we grow up, we're in charge of not only our own tasks and our own emotions, but then we eventually become responsible for helping other people and other people's emotions. And it's not even just like to your boss, your employer, or your boyfriend. Like anyone, anything. Yeah. The, the the waitress who asks you if you want to drink with yeah. dinner instead of just a water. Yeah. They try and upsell you like that yeah. margarita. Some people have a hard time saying no to oh, that. I do. I say I'm, it's fine. <laughs> They're like, sure, I'll get one. Like, it's give fine. me five. It's fine. I'm it's driving, fine. but I need it. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll say yes. I'll just won't drink yeah. it. That's the thing is a lot of people, like, even when someone comes to their house to sell them something, the girl guy cookies, like, how do you say no to a girl no, guy? No, you can't. How do you say no to a girl guy, do you guys? It's hard to say no. Well, you should never say no to a girl guy. No, cookies. you are not a good person if you say no to a girl guy. <laughs> the bosses will see you now. Should we go through some of the telltale signs of being a people pleaser for people yeah. out there who maybe don't think they are one, Absolutely. but maybe they are? Yeah. Take it away. Okay. <clears throat> We've talked about some of these, but perfectionist, yeah. um, you rehearse what you're going to say. Oh, yeah. You go into a room, you know exactly what you're going to say um, when you're talking to someone, or you just, like, feel the need for everything to be perfect around you. You can't yeah. deal with, like, a mishap. Nothing is worse than when you do something and people come back to you and they go, oh, you misspelled this, like, corporate document, Ugh. or you did this, and you look. And you're not doing your best. And yeah. you look, and, like... Nine out of ten times, you reread every do- every document yep. twice to make sure that there's no mistakes. Yep. Like I have never typed so slow. The way I type yep. at work, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, I don't want to mess up. T yeah, and I'm like, how do you spell the? Okay, it's T H E T H E. Like I double check everything right now because I'm just I don't want to look like I don't care. Yeah, but everything like there's always gonna be a little mistake that seeps in. Like you're only human. 
saying sorry for the small things. So oh, just yeah. pretty much apologizing for everything. Everything's like, your fault. Everything's your fault. Yeah. Your opinion goes out the window. Yeah, your own opinion. You agree with something even when you don't want to. Like, I yeah. experience that with oh, yeah. trying to impress people think. all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, ha 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 ha, like that horrible thing. Yeah. Like, one of the Ten Commandments that you yeah. <laughs> betrayed. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. When that's not my value system. Yeah. But I'm, to this person, that's not serious. It's you funny. don't have a value so system So we're going to joke about it. Yeah. Yeah. You let people down who actually care about you because you're trying to please someone who's irrelevant mm-hmm. to you. That one yeah. hurts. And that <laughs> one's true. Because for me, like, I don't know, like, my parents care a lot about me. They do so much for yeah. me. But I will walk all over them in the attempts to please someone who does not matter to me. That's so true. I think about that, too. Like, you kind of, when you're a people pleaser, you know your boundaries with people. Mm-hmm. So you like, okay, I know that this person will be less upset if I kind of walk all over them or maybe use them a little bit more to please somebody else because that other person I'm pleasing is going to blow up but the other person's going to forgive me well I know my mom's going to love me no matter what but that's a dangerous thing and toxic toxic. because I'm like honey like yeah honey I'm home I'm gonna walk all over (laughs) you now shout out mom love you she's exhausted (laughs) she's exhausted yeah but it's so true and I think that's so sad Mm -hmm. and there's been times in my life where I've needed help because I've overexerted yeah. myself because I've said yes to everything yeah. and that's bled into them helping me because I have nine things to do by 8 a.m. tomorrow and it's midnight yeah and then you're overwhelmed yeah you need that support mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy I think another one that you've like kind of touched on a little bit but like that like masking a little bit like you're acting so you like go and you don't even have this sense of like who you are you're like a different character for everyone around you oh 100% yeah definitely do that yeah, the way you talk to your boss is so different than so the way you different. talk to your boyfriend, but you're trying to please them both. And do you remember in high school, everyone would be like, oh my god, you talk to teachers so differently, like, use your teacher voice, it's so annoying, and I was like, I can't help it, like, <gasps> I have to, like, they're oh my god, superior, so I have to do it, and you're just like, that's not you, you're not being yourself, and I'm like, I don't even know who I am No, right now. I know, you get like a teacher voice. Um, difficult to accept things from other people or feel the need to reciprocate when you get something so if someone gives you something you go oh my god like that was great but uh, like what am I going to do for them now like I'm a bad person I owe you you can't just receive without needing to give something back in return yeah so how's work going work is going well for me yeah it's busy how about you how are you feeling you've been there a long time so intense yeah I've been there for about this is like my ninth or tenth month which is just so crazy gestation period right there I could have had a baby could have had a work baby Ugh, doesn't feel like it. <laughs> it feels like I had lots of work babies, though. I feel like I've I feel had like lots of you're tasks. in labor. Labor yeah. of labor. But now I'm done training, so I'm, like, doing, like, real work right now, mm-hmm. and because I'm kind of in that weird period of not really, like, a senior employee, mm-hmm. and I'm new, but I'm not trained, that, like, all the work kind of is going on Triple my lap. Team. Yeah. And also, I'm part of a bunch of committees at work, so I'm also that person. I guess, like, my name has been put out that I'm good at writing articles or whatever she's more than a seven at writing we love it 7.5 baby (laughs) so I get to do all this like writing and my name gets put like put in the mix for that so I'm doing like it feels like I'm doing two jobs at once right now and you so. feel like you're not really in the place to kind of be like, no, this is like a lot yeah. of feeling overwhelmed because you're still kind of new. I'm still new. I still feel like I'm proving myself. Like I, I'm still like, it, like at the work, like you're based on your performance. Yeah. And I have to like meet performance goals. Yeah. 
that are due like pretty soon because I haven't worked there very long it doesn't matter like I still do at the end of the year but you're in it enough where people know that you're capable of doing stuff so it's not like oh we're gonna overwhelm her she's new it's no no no. we know she she can can do it it. she can handle it she's good at it but also she's not a senior so she'll take it so she'll take it right yeah and I definitely don't feel like I can say like no I have too much on my plate right now because I still need to like prove myself at my job and make sure like people know that I'm good at it a work which I have a lot of deadlines for mm-hmm. like and you know like, yeah <laughs> just like girly and things just girl things just boss girl things just boss um, girl things yeah it's definitely really hard I think even in my co-ops like I definitely set myself up to just like set myself up to say yes for everything and it, it obviously that like got me the jobs the next years and stuff which was great but now I'm like known as the person that will do anything for like whenever somebody asks which is right. like you once you put your name in the mix in corporate life like yeah when you're like oh that's the girl that can write the news articles or whatever then you're the girl that writes the news articles yeah. and doesn't matter for what people are contacting you from all over the place because you're the girl that does that all yeah. of a sudden mm-hmm. so like there's probably like five other people that could do it but but I'm they're the like it, no, so no, no, no she'll do it so why yeah. send eight emails yeah. when we know she'll do it yeah Life's good. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I can we, see the I pain mean, in her eyes. Life has never it. changed. I've always been this way. I'll always, like, mm-hmm. will take on way too much if it's in school or work or, like, relationships, anything. I always am, like, gotta please the people around me to, like, an extreme extent. Yeah, I've been like that, too, yeah. where I'm just, like, I literally don't know how to say no to things that if people that like I either want to impress yeah. or maybe I work with them and I value them, so I don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. Or I just don't know them and I want to prove myself to them. Like, I will say yes. And then I find that when I have to say no, I don't know how to say no when I have to say no. Like, I will... it feels so guilty. It feels so guilty and I will come up with a seven to eight minute PowerPoint spiel, (laughs) like, in my bedroom. Okay, point A, point B, so that when I go tell them, I have a full like narrative yeah. to tell them as to why I can't say no why I would say yes and why yeah. please and think I would of me next to. time and I would love to yeah. but I can't and yeah. then it's like but you know what at the end of the day like when I ask someone to do something for me and they come up with this like if they came up with a huge elaborate you know plan of well I can't do this because this happened and yeah. this I would be like okay like again I just say no yeah but like when you ask someone to do something even like a friend like hey do you want to go get drinks and they're like no I'm too tired like I'm not mad at them I know. You're like, I'm like wow yeah. they know themselves cool and like yeah. I think I respect people so much more if they say no to something yeah. than if they say yes and then don't show up later you totally. know what I mean yeah so like yeah it's kind of like where do you think that comes from in you like why do you think you have such like an innate feeling to please everyone around you? I like it when people like me. <laughs> um, yes. Whether it's like people that I... It's never really been... Okay, I should narrow that down. I don't really care <laughs> if people of my level don't like me. Right. Of my like, age group. Yeah, my, like your peers. Students, my peers. Yeah. And what I've realized through time is you can't make everyone like you. Like yeah. I have people who I know have a dislike for me shocking. I can't imagine that shocking no honestly yeah. wow I'm shocked <laughs> no, no no who I've never even met right but just like yeah. through the grapevine idea like of who knows an idea of me right yeah. so and then you, you think if someone can have that much of an opinion of you without even really knowing you there's no point in trying to get some everyone yeah. to like you because it's never gonna happen but for me I always had this desire I think for authority figures to like me yeah like whether it was teachers or bosses like when I would have a new professor or a boss I was like I need them to like me yeah (laughs) and it was I had that even in elementary school like elementary school high school university and now in my life and stuff I think I've gotten a bit better at it because I just realized it's really not worth trying to control other people's emotions 
Like I yeah, would it's exhausting. I found myself adjusting how I acted around people to try and have them like me. Like I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this person likes like cars. I'm gonna like talk about cars. Yeah. Or, like this person has very flirty banter, so I'm gonna have like flirty yeah. banter with them. You adjust yourself. You to adjust that. yourself. Yeah. Like I had one job that I had. It was just like a long time ago in the service industry. I had a boss who was just, like, kind of, like, known for being, like, a tyrant. And I worked there for, like, a week starting, Mm -hmm. and she was talking bad about other servers to me. Just, like, I had, like, talked to her twice. And she was just, like, talking about these servers that she's had forever. And I just found myself, I just, like, laughed and was, like, kind of, like, played along. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, my gosh, no. Like, that is not me. I don't know these girls. I'm not going to talk bad about someone or validate this behavior because she's my boss and I want Mm -hmm. her to like me. And I was like, this is not where I want to work. And I, like, didn't work there very well. Totally. But I just kind of slowly, as you, as I, you know, did university and did jobs, I slowly started to realize it's exhausting Mm -hmm. trying to control how other people think about you. It was super interesting that you said that, like, you have to learn to not, like, care what people think and... It's really hard. I think when I think about me as a people pleaser, it's like totally stems from like I need my parents to like approval mm, and it yeah. kind of stems from like I only bring value if I'm helping somebody. Like that's mm-hmm. where I am being a good person. I think like obviously like I was really pretty like religiously and mm-hmm. I think it was super ingrained super young that when you are helping somebody and being unconditionally loving that's when you're like actually like your best and that's like what you should be doing that's what you should strive for it definitely comes from that like you need the approval of others and when you said like oh, I started to not like myself or not question who I am like mm-hmm. people pleasers don't even know who they are because their whole self-identity yeah becomes making those other people happy yeah. or fulfilling whatever appeasing them somehow like you don't even know who you are because you spend so much energy all of your energy that you have yeah and the worst part about it is I think is that at the end of the day you keep trying but you're never gonna do it because you're never gonna satisfy somebody else's feelings and emotions because they really they might a little bit of what you your parents like about you might be because you help people they might like that it's not your whole their whole belief system about you no but that's part of it maybe no and then you continually get those little moments of instant gratification and satisfaction and you kind of like feed off that like totally if I did something and a teacher was like oh my gosh that's so great or you're Mm -hmm. so smart or you're the best like I was like oh my gosh I have to keep doing that but at the end of the day I used to think that when I went home if I forgot to hang the clipboard up the right way at work my boss was angry yeah. at home mad yeah. I would text him like oh my I'm so sorry he was like what like I didn't I don't even care. like don't care <laughs> couldn't care less don't even remind me yeah. of it like but you kind of become almost like obsessive yeah. to satisfying other, other people, people other people and you don't even think about how you're satisfying yourself which is crazy no and then as a result yeah. you're completely depleting yourself yeah. of your own like desires yeah. and energies so do you think like women feel this stronger than men or girls like little girls versus like how we raise girls versus boys might play into that issue okay i actually read about something online there was an author glennon doyle 
Mm-hmm. And she says, she, there's this passage from her book. She says that it was a group of guys and a group of, it's a group of teenagers, girls and guys. Mm-hmm. And they're all hanging out. And yeah. she asked, oh, are any of you guys hungry? And all the boys, without even looking away from the TV, were like, yeah, we're hungry. We want this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And all the girls looked at each other nervously, made eye contact, yeah. kind of like looked around the room. We're like, no, we're good. So it was like they had to get that approval. They had to have that consensus. Yeah. And they were too nervous to... Yeah. Um, like admit their own needs yeah even when these guys were like yeah and these guys were like yeah i'm hungry and i'm gonna do it and like my yeah, stomach I know what I want. Hungry. yeah so you're asking i want it yeah so i think that's like a that's like a very obvious of example that. that it is yeah fact yeah yeah i think definitely like just i have a huge family and it was always kind of like the girls did the dishes and the boys got to play kind of situation mm. i definitely think girls and this idea of being feminine means being helpful yeah and you are like truly a woman and you are truly a good girl if you are super helpful to the people around you you are kind of subservient you are like a healer you take the burden of other people you appease other people like I think I was kind of taught that that's the like highest ideal of womanhood is being this kind of take on the burden of the world for everybody else like that's what being feminine was well, and I that think, was the job of women and being helpful. And I don't think that was the same of the boys no, around me. They I, were like, just go play and have fun. Yeah. Because I think if you're in an office and you have a guy who constantly says, oh, I'll do this, I'll photocopy this, mm-hmm. and they're going to be like, oh, that's John the pushover, yeah. Paul the pushover, right? But then if you have a woman who does it, they're like, oh, she's so helpful. Like, we love having her yeah. around. Like, she's so helpful. She'll do this, yeah. this, this, this. It's the, the opposite of when they say, oh, when women assert themselves or say no, then they're, you know, a bitch. Yeah. Can yeah. I say that on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I'll put the explicit material content. Check that box. They are, you know, the B word yeah. that they say. <laughs> yeah. And then they say if a guy says no to something, then he's just assertive and he's confident and he knows his worth. It's like one of them yeah. is valued, one of them is in the worth. Yeah, it's like being so self-sacrificing is like the highest form of being good for women. For, for women. For women. Yeah. And that's, like, definitely how I was raised personally. And, like, in the corporate, like, area, it's been really interesting because you think this corporate world is, like, really, really competitive. And we're, our podcast is kind of about, like, how you get ahead in careers and stuff. And when you mm-hmm. are a people pleaser, the people that I know are people pleasers, in, uh, the place I work with right now, definitely have a harder time getting ahead. And I think this corporate world we live in is so competitive. Mm-hmm. But when you're a people pleaser, you kind of take on the little bits of work that the other people can't finish and you're always like making sure everything's smooth for other people and you're probably burning out, you're taking on too much. But in this like super competitive world, it's like those people that are super innovative and creative are the ones that get recognized or get those promotions. It's not the person that is working extra hours to smooth everything over. So when you are a people pleaser, you'd think that's like the ideal person to get ahead in life, but not necessarily because you're making it the mental burden on everyone around Mm -hmm. you so much easier that you're not going to get the recognition that you deserve. Mm -hmm. And the other people are going to have more mental capacity to do the things that get recognition. So it's kind of like it's difficult. It's unfair, especially when we think about that people that are typically women or have like the people pleasing identity, maybe that comes from having a difficult childhood of some sort are facing that and they're people pleasers and they don't have that ability or mental capacity to get ahead yeah then like corporations need to be like okay we need to support these people and recognize what they're doing and where they came from like there needs to be more equity around it Mm -hmm. 
and we're not saying don't work hard. Like, yeah, we're no. saying work hard, put the effort in, put the extra hours in, go above and beyond, Absolutely. and say yes to opportunity. That Our whole episode, two, yeah. two episodes ago, was about saying yes to opportunity. But we're saying know your limits. Yeah, know your limits boundaries. and play within it. Like, oh, that's what. That's what. Know your limits, though, because eventually <laughs> something is going to give, and yeah. you're just going to end up disappointing yourself. And the worst part... It's not the worst part, but the worst part to people pleasers is disappointing other people. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It's really hard to say no, but it definitely starts with, like, learning your way to say no. So, like, what are some ways that you can say no? Like, what are some... I have a really hard time saying no. Mm. I have to, like... Like we said in the beginning, like, we... Like, a full, like, narrative, picture, PowerPoint, four-point essay whatever okay how are some way what are some like quick ways to say no if you need some quick tips okay so someone asks you to come to their fundraiser on the weekend but you have five midterms on monday oh so instead of going okay you don't go obviously (laughs) obviously. but instead of just saying no i can't go because Mm -hmm. it's your friend and it's a fundraiser and they put a lot of money into it and they want to raise money for the charity so instead of saying no i can't go you go no, I'm really sorry. I have a lot on my plate. I'm busy that night. I can't go. But here's twenty dollars. I'll donate. Yeah, to your would love to support. Would love can't to support. Or I'll donate this picture that I painted. Blah blah, blah yeah. to the auction. Like making the effort. If it's someone that you know, it's not something you should always do. But if it's mm-hmm. someone that you actually value, something that you feel passionate about, and you want to contribute a little bit, then there's a way that you can do that without you know, also crossing that line that you told yourself you weren't going to do. So yeah. no, I can't go, but there's no need for guilt because I can help a little you bit. You still help. Yeah. You hear that, um, sorority team members? Like, you can still help. You can, ooh, <laughs> the absolute <laughs> shade. The, sh- the shade of it all. The shade of it all, ladies and gentlemen. The shade. <laughs> We're keeping that in. <laughs> Me just turning into a 1950s auctioneer. <laughs> can I get a shade? Can I get a one? <laughs> I've never been more attractive than I am right now. <laughs> people are like, I, people listen to the dating episode, I wonder why she's only ever been single. Well, you've heard it here first, ladies and gents. This is why. <laughs> okay, another way you can do it. This one's a bit, um, so you can make it a personal policy about yourself. It's a yeah. value about yourself. So, Cassandra, ask me if you can use my car. Hey, can I use your car? Well, first of all, can you drive standard? I can learn pretty quick. Yeah, um, no. So <laughs> I just wanted to tell yeah, people that I drive standard. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, kids. You should have put it in your bag. I drive standard. <laughs> no, but if I said, Sandra, I love you, but I have a personal policy about not lending my car out to other people because... You could wreck it. Because you could wreck it. <laughs> You're not, yeah. as a friend, going to say no to that. Or it's her. a blanket. Like it's, it's, it's not, not on you. Yeah, it's not on you. Not on or, okay, so someone... Out, I have another rule here that I wrote down. If someone asks you out, yeah. but you're like, no, sorry, I don't date people I work with. Beautiful. And then joke's on them because three days later you're dating Johnny from accounting. But, like... This is the thing. You change your personal values. Yeah. I think it's really important what you're doing right now. And, like, all of your examples are, like, I statements. Yeah. Like, I can't because mm-hmm. of this reason. It's really important to not put the blame on something else. Like, it's yeah. really important to be like, so like for the date example, be like, I'm sorry, I can't. I don't go out on Tuesdays. Wednesday comes around, be like, it's Wednesday. Like, what's your excuse? And then you're like, oh, I don't go on Wednesdays either. 100%. And then they're okay. like, okay, you just yeah. don't go out and now you're a biatch. There you go. <laughs> biatch. <laughs> and that's the thing, though, is the you more know? excuses you give, the more yeah. opportunity you give for them. Oh, well, like, 
you know, yeah. I can't come tonight because I don't have my car. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I'll drive that's you. Okay. Oh, well, um, but I haven't washed mm-hmm. my hair. Oh, that's okay. I'll wait for you to wash your hair. Yeah. It has to be like eye statements. Yeah. Eye on you. Like you can't put the blame on something yeah. else because there's going to be a way Unless around like, it or they're going to get mad at you later. Yeah. 100%. Then you're going to feel guilty. Another trick is ask yourself if you say yes to something before you say yes, mm-hmm. if you're, go- if you in this moment would want to be doing that. So if you're like, yeah. Cassandra asks me Saturday night to go to the club and I think, would I want to be at the club right now? You have no problem saying no. <laughs> I That's always ask. So true. She's always like, let before like, COVID. Let's I was like, let's go. And I'm like, oh, um. I'd be like, I'm back. It's winter break. I'm back for Christmas. We feel I'm so guilty. Two weeks <laughs> and two weeks only. All of our friends are meeting us out. We're going out. We're going to the club. Wow, and you're we, like, this is therapy. You're We've like, never talked about this before. <laughs> you're like, I'll meet you at breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. Which is fine. Such a bad friend. You, it's, our ba- it's your boundary. It's not though. I can totally get low at the club. I just know no. you can. Like better than anyone oh else. God, but maybe you're so low at the my- club. <laughs> But yeah, you're so rare. I just like, once I go out, I have so much fun, but it's getting me out. It's, it's so not, hard. It's so, <laughs> so hard to get you out. Wow. This is therapy for us. We've never <laughs> talked about this, but I know, I I, I always knew Cassandra resented me about this. No. I always knew. No, I have it's a true. good time It's regardless. true. <laughs> okay. Another thing you can do is think about what the top three priorities are in your life right mm-hmm. now. And will this add value to it or mm-hmm. will it take away from those things? Mm-hmm. So if your goals right now are to do a really good job at the nine to five job, yeah. kill the podcast that you started. I wonder if that's this number is one. about. And also <laughs> focus on health and fitness. Yeah. And if going to the club and having seven margaritas on a Tuesday is going to take away from your ability yeah. to go to work on Wednesday, yeah. don't do it maybe. But it's also totally fine to live and learn. So one of the things I definitely have a hard time with is like, I don't know what I can say yes to or say no to. Mm-hmm. So often I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, I can totally do it. Like, no problem. So one of the things that I do that has really, really helped me a lot is being, it's annoying, but like super scheduled. And so I will create like a schedule for like two weeks in advance, like work this time. These are the blocks of times that I need to do. Like I need to do my exports of reports in the morning I need to do this at this time and this is how long it's going to take like I estimate it mm-hmm. I block it in my calendar for my week and if I have spare like hours or whatever in my week in my calendar and someone asks me to do something new I can totally say yes like I have availability I see it it's visual right there but if I have totally everything blocked then I have a really easy way to be like nope I don't have time this week it's, right. I'm doing this 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 and this like it's mm-hmm. really set out because a lot of the times I'm not sure I'll say yes and I'm not totally sure that I remember in the moment that I have or you're 50 like billion other you know you to have do. something to do at three but you're like oh I could squeeze yeah. that in but you really haven't seen that you yeah. also have something to do at two two thirty and four or like have you ever had that thing where it's like in school when you have an assignment and it's like you're like it's gonna take me 10 minutes like I know everything it's gonna be five quiz like five question quiz and you're like no problem 10 minutes yeah. And you go to log in and you have like 20 minutes before it's due. It's like midnight. Maybe you've never been there, but I've been I've there. I've personally <laughs> never been there. Like but I said, if it's not due two weeks before and it's not done two weeks before, I'm not here But for I've it. been there and yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's going to take me 10 minutes. I get there, no nothing. There's like a bunch of videos, mm-hmm. a quiz, whatever. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I should have allotted more time. Like it's really important to like actually like estimate how much time things will take. And yeah. then you can kind of see like, oh, I do have availability to do something more or it's a really good way to be like, I'm actually too busy this week. My calendar is all blocked as you can see. 
I'm super into schedules, so. Yeah, come on, I work with everybody. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad. I need to learn how to do a proper schedule. I did not know how to use Outlook before I got this job. I still don't know how to use Outlook. Like, honestly, I'm the type of person where I will. Kennedy. I know. I will Kennedy. write. I will write my to-do list, like a calendar, like on a scrap piece of paper. And I'm like. I do too. This is what I have to do today. And I'm like so old-fashioned. Like, I don't even know how to use like online calendars. Or oh I'll have God. like a notes list of things that I have to do. Or like. My appointments are, like, in my notes at, like, the very bottom, and I just hope that in January I look down there and remember the appointments that I have. Like, I don't know how I accomplish what I do because I'm yeah. so disorganized. It's because you're two weeks in advance. In managing my That's life. That's true. But I, I think it's just because, for me, once I know I have to do something, it doesn't leave my brain. Like, it's That's nattering true. at me. So it's, like, my main brain is my own personal, yeah. like, to-do list because I'm not someone that I can, like... If I have to do something, that's why I struggle with my job now because there's always something to do, mm-hmm. but I cannot be calm unless I know that everything's done that's why like scheduling time is really helpful because you don't forget about it because it's like listed there and you put a junk of time there and it's not like in your back of the brain making you so anxious while you're doing something else Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's managing your anxiety too it's gonna be something that I think you're always gonna struggle with and it is about like learning yourself and the more you learn your boundaries and your values and take that time to really like do self-discovery you're gonna end up being it's gonna be easier to say no mm-hmm. and then so what have we learned today we learned that we can um be totally fine when we cancel on each other last minute because <laughs> we know each other and it's fine we're gonna have to have a call after this <laughs> podcast is over you guys i don't know if we're gonna get another episode like the friendship might be over <laughs> this is like the first episode where we've been like we're so different and like no we're exactly the same <laughs> yeah yeah we're the exactly. <laughs> It's so true, though. We've learned to use I statements when saying no and not, like, blame the weather because it'll be nice the next day. So you have to be like, I can't because I have A, B, C, D. Standing your ground and saying no without the fluff. Yeah, without the fluff. Yeah. Finding what adds value to your life. Helping other people but not doing it at the expense of you or the people who help you and care about you. And even recognizing where that comes from, like, where that desire to help comes from and if it Mm -hmm. comes from... A good place or maybe something toxic yeah because if you like to help people then by all means yeah, go volunteer amazing three to four every yeah. day yeah. but don't volunteer from four to two in the morning when you have to wake up at six in the morning the next day yeah for yeah. your whatever nine job to five to pay job. yeah, yeah exactly. exactly exactly but definitely if anybody has any tips please guys write us. in we want to start ending all of our episodes with things that you guys yeah. write in questions you ask stories you tell yeah we want to tell people stories we will if it's we will keep it anonymous if you'd like if uh-huh. not we can plug your instagram mm-hmm. get you some like because we have we're pretty uh, famous on we the gram 202 i know oh my god i'm so excited mm-hmm. we got stuff. about the same amount as like a middle-aged father like, but like they've had <laughs> they've had like instagram for years for years 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 we're just getting started. We're just getting started. We have more downloads than Instagram followers. We do. That's shocking. We have a lot. No, we don't have time. <laughs> Quite a few downloads. We have way more than I thought we were going to have. Don't say how much. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Download. Subscribe. Rate. Leave a review. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Apple, Spotify, both of them. Google. All of the above. All of the above. Check out the website. Leave a comment. Message us on Instagram. DM us. Comment on our photos. Connect with us. We're here to help. Connect. We're here to be your friends. Let's get to know each other. 
I want to get to know you. <laughs> you sound like one of those like call-in services to be like, I need a friend tonight, and they like call you on the phone. You know? <laughs> I need a friend. <laughs> you know? Oh wait, like those like sexy ass. Like, oh, like hey, Colin. That's what I sound like. Hey, you guys. Oh, for the podcast tonight, For the podcast. Lonely, sad. <laughs> need someone to cuddle with? Cuddle with our podcast. Cuddle with the sounds of our voice. the Boss Chick Project on Instagram. At Cassandra Milk on Instagram. At underscore Ken underscore Gabrielle. So close. <laughs> Not my Instagram, but Ken underscore Gabrielle underscore. When you don't know your own Instagram <laughs> Sorry. handle. That's good. All right. The bosses are out. The office is now closed. We'll see you next week. Bye.